Welcome to Finding Forgiveness, a Fraser 365 devotional. I'm Chris Montgomery, the senior pastor at Fraser Church, and we're excited you've joined us for this study. May the Lord bless you as we learn about His forgiveness. This is day one of Finding Forgiveness. Today's lesson is called Living in His Story. Fadi Bakum Jr. said, Joseph is one of the most beloved characters in the Bible. His story reads like a primetime special. Jealousy, sibling rivalry, murder plot, betrayal, suffering, deepening despair, apparent deliverance that does not come, all followed by a dramatic turn of events and triumphant ascension, and all that before reunion and restoration. Hollywood wishes it could write a story like that. Our text today is Genesis 37, 1 through 2. It reads, Jacob lived in the land of his father's sojournings, in the land of Canaan. These are the generation of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was pasturing the flock with his brothers. He was a boy with the sons of Billah and Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought a bad report of them to their father. The story of Joseph begins in the context of a greater story of faith and forgiveness. The book of Genesis has been describing the story of Joseph's father, Jacob, since chapter 27. Jacob was the third of the fathers of our faith. That's why the Bible refers to our God as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Genesis 37-50 through 50 records the story of Joseph and reveals how God worked through his life to save all of Jacob's family. Because of Genesis 37 through 50, God kept his promise to Abraham back in Genesis 12, 1 through 13. Jesus would not come specifically through the line of Joseph. Our Savior came through the lineage of Joseph's brother, Judah. Yet God worked through the life of Joseph to preserve the lineage of his entire family. There are several lessons here. First, There is always more at stake than what is happening in just your life. Your story is part of the bigger picture of God's story. Make no mistake, this is His story. In fact, it is history because it is His story. God is the main character, and everything points back to Him. He creates the script and writes us into His story. It is by the grace of God that he allows us access into the good news of his gospel story. Joseph is a perfect example of how God works through our lives to fulfill his purposes. One writer explained Joseph's story with these words. His story, like every story in the Bible, is part of the broader redemptive narrative designed to cause us to recognize the glory of our great God. So, God used Joseph's integrity, forgiving heart, and growing trust in him to accomplish his will in the larger story of God's plan to rescue his people. Therefore, never underestimate what God can do through one life that is totally yielded to him. Here is a second lesson in the life of Joseph. Since you know God is writing your story, you can trust him with the details of life. If God allows something into your life, you can trust him to walk you through it he will reward your faithfulness to him. Just stay faithful to him, realizing that, while this life contains struggles, this is not all there is to life. 
May the following give you a greater insight into this truth. The good news in the story of Joseph is not that he went from the pit to the palace. If it were, then the palace would be the end of the story. As it stands, the palace only gets us halfway. The palace is good news in the temporal sense, but no more. If we were merely temporal people, that would be enough. But we are more than that. We were made for eternity. And unless there's something in the story of Joseph that gets us ready for, closer to, or more informed about that, there's no good news at all. As God would have it, there is more to the story. There is good news. There's a message of redemption in the temporal as well as the eternal sense. There's a story of a people from whom will come a Savior, through whom will come redemption. That, my friend, is the good news, and the story of Joseph is full of it. Never forget that his story is filled with good news. No matter what we endure in this temporary life, we can trust him because he has eternity prepared for his children. A third lesson is that God's forgiveness is the theme of his story. All throughout Scripture, you can find God rescuing people. Through the story of Joseph, God will rescue his children from famine and bring them to Egypt. Through the story of Moses, God will save his people from captivity and bring them through the Exodus. The story of God is one chapter after another of him saving his people. Sin is our common problem. It enslaves every person on the planet, past, present, and future. Therefore, the biggest rescue mission of all is when Jesus came to save people from their sins. The only way anyone can find forgiveness is because our God saves. Forgiveness is the foundation of his story of redemption. We pray that you have found his forgiveness and joined him in the greatest story ever told. We also pray that others find his forgiveness through your story. Because when we forgive others, it complements his story while attracting others to his good news. Consider these questions. In what ways do you see God working in your life as part of the overall picture of his story? How is God's forgiveness the overarching theme of your story? Contemplate this following statement made about Joseph. It is significant that Joseph's story starts in Canaan, the land of promise, but ends in Egypt, the land of suffering and oppression. As we come to the Joseph narrative, this contrast will prove quite significant. What are your thoughts on the significance of those statements? Since you know God is the author of your story, how can you trust him with the details of your life? Pray with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for allowing us to be part of your story. We pray that you would teach us all to forgive others so that we can take our proper place in that story. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.